0: Welcome back. Today we're gonna to be talking about five tips or basically secrets about speaking, about the speaking world, and why I am such a huge fan of using speaking as your best form of visibility. Let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Laurie Amirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. So welcome back for another episode. I really want to dive deep into pulling back this curtain and showing you what's possible. And these tips or secrets if you will really are coming from my work with my private clients and my students inside in demand signature speech and these are comments from them that they were like oh my god I just never knew this so that's why I wanted to share this with you because it's one thing that this is this is my passion this is why I you know I'm using this platform podcast being one of my many stages to share this information with more people because the online world is very very busy there is so much that is just trying to grab our attention you know like look at me over here and look at me over here and read this and read this whereas speaking whether it's virtually speaking or in person speaking or you find something like this this mini stage that I have, that you have people's attention. People are watching you. People are listening to you. All eyes are on you. And that's part of the reason why I am such a big fan of this. Also because very early on in my entrepreneurial journey, this was how I got clients. And it was purely by mistake. But when I really think about it, when I went into professional speaking... Speaking was how I got more clients. Yep, I was getting paid to be, you know, like the speaker at the meeting, at the conference, at the event, at this company event. But it was also how people from the audience came up to me afterwards. They would follow me. They would ask about how do I become like a private client? What's it like to become a private client with you? You know, so it positions you as an expert. So I want to share with you these five, these five secrets about speaking. The first one, and you've probably heard me say this before, you are never, ever speaking for free. Never speaking for free. And this is sort of one of my beliefs, because will you get a check at the end of every time you speak? No, but that's not what I mean. There is always an exchange of value. So what do I mean by this? You might get a list of the attendees who are there. You might be able to promote your event that's coming up, be able to promote yourself, be able to sell things in the back of the room, to maybe whoever is hiring you to speak will actually do like an email blast, put you on their website. They're letting people know how to find you. So there's a never speaking for free. There's just this exchange of value. And to be able to come up with that value, and this is part of the reason why I am also a very big advocate for having some sort of a speaker contract, speaker agreement, even when you are not getting a check paid monetary at the end of an event but even when you are getting a check you know you still want to have that contract but let's just talk more about the i'm not getting a check for this event that way in your agreement your agreement with them And I do have copies of agreements um, that I share with my private clients, so that they don't have to go through that expense of going through a lawyer to draft one up. I list out that exchange of value. So, for example, you know, not only may be a list of attendees, you know, the people who had signed up for the event, but maybe also a testimonial that whoever is bringing you in, they agree to give you a testimonial. So that's just one of those things because then you get to use that testimonial in your marketing, on your website. Here's some client love. You know, being able to share that, that's social proof. So that was the first one, that you're never speaking for free. There's always an exchange of value. Number two, and this number came from B for this unique global situation that we had a few years ago there's 7,500 meetings and conferences that are happening every single day. Every single day. And that number is just here in the US. This number comes from the MPI, which is Meeting Professional International. This is from back in 2018. That number is here in the US. That comes down to 150 opportunities every single day per state. Now, granted, you know, depending on the time of the year, like winter time here in the Northern hemisphere, there's probably not 150 opportunities in Alaska, but Hawaii and Florida and our warmer states probably have a little bit more than 150 right now because there are certain conference centers like in Orlando, for example, 7,500 opportunities. I believe that number is greatly underestimated now. If you are an online entrepreneur, that number is only conferences and meetings. That does not include all the podcasts that you can guest on, all the different masterminds that you can become a guest expert in, all the different Facebook lives that you could join forces with and speak in private communities, private Facebook groups, memberships. I mean, the list goes on with all the different opportunities that are out there. Not to mention that you can also create your own mini stage. And I keep talking about podcasting as being a mini stage, but you might find that Instagram, is a great mini stage for you. Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, Clubhouse, there are so many different mini stages that are out there. You get to decide. And I am a huge advocate of, speaking needs to blend with your personality and also your business model. And on top of that, divided by your lifestyle, because you might have small children. And if you have small children who are, let's just say they're in school, well, then you're just, you may be saying to yourself, I only have from like nine to three to work on my business. Maybe it's even shorter because you have to drive them to school. You have to pick them up from school. So not only is your window shorter, but you may need more spontaneity. So that's why maybe Instagram, doing Instagram stories is gonna become your mini stage, your platform that blends with your business model and also your personality and lifestyle. Number three, no experience is required to get started. And I know that that should be like, oh, thank goodness. But also at the same time, you're probably like, yeah, but I don't know what I'm doing, which happens to a lot of my clients that I work with. As a matter of fact, a lot of my clients that come to work with me, they've never spoken before. But after working together and crafting a presentation and giving them speaking tips that make them look like a pro, they unanimously always tell me after their very first presentation, because I will always ask them, were you nervous? No. Why not? And they always answer me with, I felt like I had five years of experience by the time I got up there to speak because of the work that we did together. So the work that I do with my clients is not just the speech itself is not just speaking tips. I mean, I'm working internally with my clients. They are stepping into becoming a different version of themselves. They are stepping into being that speaker. They are stepping into being that person who shares their voice. So no experience is required. So with that, if you don't have any experience, don't expect to be jumping onto those giant stages unless of course you know somebody. However, there are lots of big conferences that are looking for breakout speakers. There are lots of local events that are happening. And that's why I'm such a big advocate of start with your warm market. Who do you know that is looking for speakers? What conferences and events and networking groups that have speakers that you already attend? What associations are you a member of? Start with your warm market. And the reason why I say start with your warm market is because these people already know you, already like you, are already supporting you anyways, and probably are like, wow, I didn't know that you were speaking. I would have asked you months ago. So sometimes we really have to let people know that we're available to talk on this, topic or give them a couple of topics. What's your area of expertise? That's what you want to be sharing with people. So start local and then grow from there. Number four, to get rebooked, referred, remembered, you gotta be good on the platform. So here's my big piece of advice. Do not wing it. That is the worst strategy because when you wing it, nervousness shows up and you feel nervous about, oh my God, like what you're going to say. And then you may sound very two dimensional, very flat. There's no personality that's showing up because you're speaking with fear as your co-pilot. So I want you to get really good on the platform. And that's why I work with clients one-on-one. One of my superpowers is crafting words together. My clients will come to me with this story. And I'm really good at, we don't need that detail. We don't need that detail. And how to really say things so that it has impact. So you want to be good on the platform. And this goes right back to number three, where I was saying no experience is required and how my clients actually did. they just feel like they have five years of experience. Can you imagine what that does to somebody's confidence? And that's what your clients are hiring. They are hiring your confidence. So if you can step into being that amazing speaker, that confident speaker, that confident communicator, you are going to draw in the right people. You're going to have fun when you're up there on stage, whether that's an in-person stage or a virtual stage or like a podcast, just have fun. And people will be drawn to you. The right people are going to be drawn to you. And that sort of energy is what gets people raving about you, remembering you and referring you. I always say that the three C's lead to the three R's. Your speech should have the three C's, which is compelling, captivating, and most importantly, converting. And when you do that really well, you get the three R's, which is you get your audience raving about you, remembering you, and referring you. Referring you to other clients, referring you to other people who are looking for speakers. That's what we want. <laughs> and the fifth one is respect. And this one you might already be questioning. Respect? What do you mean respect? Remember, this is a. these are secrets about the speaking world. You want to have respect for your meeting planner. Respect for whoever is booking you respect for your audience respect that everybody the meeting planner to the audience has set aside time to be there to listen to you You who are listening to this podcast right now I respect you and your time that's why I try to give you the most information and I don't don't deliver a lot of fluff I want to make sure that you get really good information because I know that your time is valuable if somebody's paying a ticket to attend a conference, again, virtually or online, you know, to be respectful of that as well. And so what does that mean? Ways to be respectful is to stay in communication with your meeting planner when they reach out to you that you respond rather quickly. If you tell the audience that you're going to have something ready for them in a couple of days, you actually have that for them in a couple of days. You don't go over time hear me on that one. (laughs) You know, if your allotted time is an hour, don't go an hour and five minutes. That five minutes is what people will remember, like, because you don't know where people have to go. I have seen speakers actually ask towards the end of their presentation, how much time do I have? And I've heard people say, like, you have three minutes, and they went 10 because they were more focused on making sure that they finished their presentation than they were in respecting the audience. So always respect the audience, respect the meeting planner. You might be speaking right before lunch. This happened to me once. I was a keynote speaker and then I offered to do a breakout session and in the breakout session, I essentially did coaching. It was a great Q and A session. I lost complete track of time until somebody kind of came in to the room. But also I'm like feeding off of the energy of the audience and not once did I see anybody like looking at their watch. Everybody was so into what we were talking about and the exercises that we were doing. And I saw one of the uh, the organizers of the conference come in and she just wanted to know, she's like, I stopped and I, wanted to acknowledge her. She was like, I just want to know, like, how much longer you're going to be because lunch is being served. And I deeply apologized to the audience and did not finish. Didn't finish. Like, I just said, I'm so sorry. This is I think I even confessed, like, this is one of my big pet peeves is that I always end on time so that I can respect you. I said, I will just um, let you go. I said, enjoy the rest of your conference. But that was me being me. I wasn't so focused on, I have to make sure that I finish saying everything that I have to say. And I have seen speakers do this. And this is one thing that I share with my clients and students is, you end on time. You will never be criticized for ending early, but people will remember that you went over time. And if there's another speaker who's speaking after you, you just cut into their time. So as a meeting planner, they just know, great, that's five or 10 minutes with the speaker, another five or 10 minutes with the next speaker, which is why I teach my clients to know the different segments of their presentation. That way, if a meeting planner comes up to them and says, hey, the speaker before you went 15 minutes over, I need you to end early or end on time so that we can get to lunch, so that we can get to break, so that we can get back on our schedule. And you have to know, as a good speaker, you gotta know what's 15 minutes so that you know like what you can just take out. And I'm just using 15 minutes as an example. It could be 10 minutes, it could be five minutes. But these are like the five secrets. Sure, there's a lot more secrets, but I wanted to keep this particular episode short, sweet and to the point and just give you those five secrets So I'll just review what they were. Number one was you're never speaking for free. There's always an exchange of value. Two, there's 7,500 meetings and conferences happening today, but that number is grossly underestimated in my opinion. Find your own mini stage and make sure it blends with your personality, your business model, and your lifestyle. Number three, no experience is required. Start with your warm market. Number four, to get rebooked, referred and remembered, be really good on the platform. And if you want to learn more about either working with me, you can go to chatwithla.com and book a call to work with me privately. I still have one or two slots that are open for this year. And if you want to learn more about the group program, In Demand Signature Speech, You can go to speakandstandout.com forward slash SS for signature speech. And number five is respect. Respect your audience, respect their time, respect their investment. Same thing with the meeting planners. So until next time, I hope that you are having a fabulous day and I want you to be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me